This is Yemen News. I'm Alex Williams. Today we have the pleasure of having Ala Liriani with us, a Yemeni feminist and gender equality advocate. She first founded the Yemeni feminist movement on a Facebook page in 2013, which later developed to be the Yemeni feminist movement network in 2019. Born out of frustration of women being constantly sidelined throughout Yemen's political instability and war, the YFM is the first Yemeni feminist online platform. She also co-launched the Me Too movement in the Middle East and North African region. Welcome to the show, Alal Riani. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much, Alex, for having me. And thank you for creating this wonderful podcast to tell stories from the Yemeni people. It's my pleasure. Uh, well, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and just where you're from and some of your, your life journey. Um, so I am from uh, Ib in, in Yemen, but I was raised and lived most of my life in Sana'a. Um, my journey to where I am um, today <laughs> and who I am today has been an incredible journey filled with a lot of uh, ongoing growth and um, a lot of learning uh, opportunities. And I think that I always, I always get asked how I started to be passionate about uh, gender equality. And I think that has a lot to do with who I am as a person right now. Um, and I think, to, in my opinion, for, for me, it's when I realized that women in Yemen, not only are they not participating politically and um, in the society, but also it really hit me when I realized the relationship dynamics between men and women in, in Yemen and in the culture is um, kind of toxic in nature and a little bit abusive and it's, it's become normalized. And that's where I was just mind blown. And I was like, okay, it's not just me. It's, it's a lot of women that I'm talking to. So this has to change and we have to raise awareness about this. And that's where I became very passionate um, about gender equality and women's rights and specifically gender-based violence. Yeah, that's great. Um, you were very gracious of how you said that. Uh, tell us a little bit about Yemeni feminist movement. Like, what is its main role? Um, so I started Yemeni feminist movement as a platform to discuss um, some of the discriminations and violations that happen to Yemeni women because of the law or because of some culture, um, beliefs, or traditions, or harmful practices. And also, I wanted it to be a voice um, for the Yemeni women to tell their stories, and spe specifically their success stories, and get it out there. You know, when you say the Yemeni feminist movement, you know, maybe it's not as familiar with everybody listening, but how do you define feminism? Uh, what, do you think, what do you think that means? Uh, what does it mean to you? Um, I like to define feminism in the simplest way possible. And to me, being a feminist is believing that women are human beings, just like men. And they deserve equal rights, equal opportunities, and they deserve to be treated with dignity. And um, bear with me as I go on a little bit of, of a rant here, but I, I'm always bothered with how feminism and feminists are often stereotyped and, and demonized by people. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that's exclusive to Yemen, but it's been something global and that has happened throughout history where feminists are looked at as angry, um, 
men hating women, you know? And to me, like, if, if even if we go back to the first wave of feminism in the 19th century in the U.S., where women were, were just asking for their right to vote, mm-hmm. those women then were demonized and called uh, angry, radical, crazy women who are asking for something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And men who supported them were publicly shamed. Mm-hmm. Just like we have now. Right. And that has always been going no matter what wave of feminism emerged. And um, it, it's been happening to us as well, where we are also getting called like angry women, radical, who are just going too far and everything. And I don't agree with any of that because I don't think that feminists go too far because I think it's just a natural reaction to all of the discrimination and violations that have been going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that what has gone too far or what is ridiculous is, you know, child marriage has gone too far. Gender-based yeah. violence has gone too far. Mm-hmm. Um, honor killings have gone too far. And just discriminations and violations against people based on their gender or sexual orientation or religion or color or all these things have gone too far. And yet people are always so angry Mm-hmm. and have so much passion and dedication to attack feminists, but they don't have the same dedication to attack or fight those issues that we have going on. Mm-hmm. In fact, some of them might be even contributing to those violations and also attacking feminists. And I think it has a lot to, like, less to do with what feminis- feminism is and what feminists are calling for, and a lot more to do with the fact that they are women. And as a society that's patriarchal in its nature, Mm-hmm. The society is always scared when women are loud and stand up for themselves and they will try to, you know, shut them up. But um, I don't know. I just think that like for us, for the Yemeni feminist movement, we always get called that we are um, encouraging girls to re- rebel against their families or their religion or whatever. And it's just really always baffles me because we have nothing in our content that says those things so it's just a creation of their minds and uh, in fact we can't really reach gender equality or reach what we want like a peaceful country with us hating on each other or calling for for girls to rebel against their families or we need to stick together and we need to have healthy relationships with our families and with our partners and with our communities and we can't really reach gender equality without supporting each other Mm. and so this is something that always bugs me in my work Mm -hmm. and um sorry if i'm drifting now off topic but um but yeah i i'm just i keep telling myself that i know someday it'll be normalized just like asking for your right to vote in the 19th century was crazy to them but now it's normal the, the same way I know that even though feminism and gender equality is brand new to Yemen and Yemeni, so they don't know what it is. So it's a shock to them. And um, we just need to keep going. And I know that someday it'll be normalized, even if it takes so many years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. It's, it is viewed as like, as they would say in Arabic, like haram or forbidden, mm-hmm. you know, that a woman is you know, speaking out like this and really just asking for their full rights. I think what's important to, you know, as people are hearing this is that 
actually the the Yemeni feminist movement is say no you know we're we're going to stick together we're going to honor our father our mother but we are just asking for full rights as equal citizens and we believe in empowering women as we believe in empowering men as well um i think you brought up some also some you mentioned briefly some pretty big cases in in the in the in cases that don't exist there's not laws that protect yemeni women of these things if you could change one law in yemen one or two laws what law would you change and how or which is maybe one or two that you'd want to highlight more um i think the one law that i hate from the bottom of my heart is um article number 232 in the penal code which basically allows a man to kill his um female relative let's say um if he finds her committing adultery and this man would walk uh, walk away with no punishment or with light punishment mm-hmm. and this law really like scares me not only because men are walking away free um who commit these crimes they're walking away free with no punishment but also they're dangerous killers and they are just roaming around in the country freely um so i this is the ch- the law that i would not change i would just eliminate altogether i think it does a lot of harm um it costs a lot of women their lives a lot of criminals uh, and murderers take it as an uh, take advantage of it by you know they might kill a female relative and then just make up a story about adultery so that it turns into an honor crime mm-hmm. and then he would just be let go of and um he wouldn't be punished Right. So, yeah, this this would definitely be the one. <laughs> yeah, that is horrible. I mean, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, he would make that up just to be justified. Exactly. And a lot of people keep saying, well, our laws come from the Sharia, but this law is actually completely against religion and against everything that we've, we've learned and, and grew up learning. So right. I don't even know where this law came from, right. but it definitely needs to change. Well, can you share with us, you know, I know you've been involved in different kinds of advocacy, but maybe a story, either, you know, something you published that actually made a positive difference in society or maybe in someone's life, you know, or just something that encouraged you throughout all your work in advocacy. Um, I think that there's a lot of a lot of things that get published. And um, what really motivates me about what we publish is the feedback and the stories and the messages that i get from women it's just really heartwarming and it really is what makes me push through and continue my work um it's things when we post speci- specifically two two main areas i would say one would be when we talk about gender based violence like we had uh, posts about toxic relationships and how healthy relationships should be between um a man and his wife and um a lot of women messaged me and it's just that when we when you realize that you post something and someone really relates to that and fe- and feels like their voice is finally heard and feel like they can do something to make a change in their lives that's really what motivates me a lot and another thing as well is when we highlight success stories of successful yemeni women and we always get feedback and we get a lot of engagement from other women who are very inspired and very motivated to 
um, do the same and to re- try and reach their goals and their dreams as well. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Just, you know, the, the, the interviews that I've done so far, I think that's a lot of the feedback. They're, they're inspired by seeing, you know, you and other women out there doing it. And so it gives them that push when they get, you know, when they have almost everything against them, you know, they're, they're, they're encouraged to keep going. Um, you know, the other thing I Absolutely. Want, the other thing I was going to mention was, you know, there's a lot of Yemeni values and traditions uh, in Yemen, but, you know, surrounding women, are there any that could be encouraged and promoted that would help to, you know, empower women that are already there in the Yemeni values and traditions? Uh, honestly, Alex, this is a very hard question. Um, I'm sure there are. But to me, some of the positive traditions are also masked with a little bit of um, discrimination against women if they're being looked at as weak or being looked at as inferior. And so they need help. So, you know, let's help them. But then it becomes let's empower them. But the whole reason it's there is because the belief that they are weak. Um, but I think that for me, the, the, the value and tradition that really like and think should be encouraged and promoted a lot is, um, how we view mothers. Mm. Mothers in our culture are so valued and appreciated Mm. and respected. Um, and I think that's absolutely beautiful and it's something that should always be encouraged and promoted. That's a really good point. I mean, I know that from being in Yemen. That, you know, it's like El Om or the mother, you know, it's like, I mean, it's just, she has such a place of honor. So I think it's, it is such a good point you made. What strategies would you say could be used in, in reaching out to some of the Yemeni men to kind of gain, gain their support or get them involved in the movement? What, what ideas or strategies do you have about that? So this is something that we're actually working on right now. And it's very, very tricky. Because um, most of our followers are women, they're not men. Mm -hmm. And then from those men, very few men that we have following us, a lot of them are against us. Um, So right now we're just studying and thinking and brainstorming of ideas of how to kind of turn that around and what other different approaches that we can take so that we can engage them without them feeling attacked or getting defensive because that's what's happening right now um so it's it's really still in the works (laughs) um i i'm not even 100 percent sure but i think i want to recruit some of the men who already support um the movement and support our work and try to um encourage other men through them um but yeah nothing definite yet we're still brainstorming really yeah okay yeah, I think that's fine to have, you know, things that are you're still moving forward with. Is there a certain story that you feel is isn't being reported in Yemen? I mean, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of stories, but maybe there's something that you feel really should be getting more attention from the many things that I mean, I'm sure that you can think of. Is there anything that kind of uh, is sticks out to you at this point? Um, you know, there are like you said so many stories, and I will mention a few if you don't mind. What I think is really, really important to highlight and talk about, and it's it's not being covered by the media or not just international media, but the local media as well, and by most of us is, um, and I think we need to focus on it, 
is Yemeni businesswomen. Mm. I think it's so important to highlight what they're doing. I've I've been seeing incredible, incredible work from Yemeni women before the war and right now who had to either because it's their passion or because they had to stand up because they their family income was affected by the war and um, they just started their own business and it bloomed. And um, I wish we see more of those stories rather than stories about the war and, and the situation in Yemen. But um, it's not the case. So I hope it gets highlighted more. But I did want to mention like some examples, which is that I can think of right now, but I'm sure there's so many that we don't even know about. But like, for example, there's a lady, I believe her name is Nassim Shibani, and she started this fruits and veggies store because their income was affected and then she just started working in it with her daughters and it really went like everyone was talking about this one it was all over the internet um and people were so inspired by her everyone was really encouraging her and i think that there are i'm sure there are a lot of other women as well doing something similar um to this there's also like um a company called gray designs for two Yemeni wonderful ladies, I believe Amani and, and Miriam, and they are do, designing their own furniture. Um, everything is made in Yemen, and wow. their work is absolutely incredible. Um, they have a Facebook page called Grey Designs, and I advise everyone to go and take a look because it's just amazing work. Um, there's also uh, a company called Baasis Yemeniya, which is my, actually happens to be my sister's. <laughs> Her name is Rima Iriani. And what she, it's a pop culture um, design line. She designs products with like a Yemeni and a pop twist in it, like the designs with the Yemeni culture. And it's absolutely beautiful. She designs things like um, pouches, uh, phone covers, t shirts, things like that okay. right now. But she wants to expand it to design more. Um, so she's also on Facebook. She's also on Instagram. I can, um, wh whoever needs those accounts, they can contact me. I'll, I'll give them to you. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'll then yeah, absolutely. That's great. And there's also like, um, uh, an incredible lady who started her own business. It's called Rahaf store. And believe me, everyone in Yemen knows what Rahaf store is. <laughs> It really blew up. What she does is she imports products that aren't available in Yemen. She imports them um, and brings them in. And she has grown, grown so much. Her business is very, very successful. And it's just um, amazing what all those Yemeni women are doing right now. And it really makes me like believe in the fact that Yemeni women are so powerful because not only do they have to go through the, the challenges of being a Yemeni businesswoman that has to break, you know, the norms, yeah. but also the, what, what's going on with the war and everything else is just amazing. And I really wish that we can highlight more of those stories. And I want to tell anyone who's listening to us right now, if you know successful Yemeni businesswoman, please let me know because I would love to shine a light on those stories. Yeah, I, I can... I agree with you. And yeah, we'll definitely put those links on there in your Instagram and we'll, you know, we'll, we're definitely going to continue to search for these women and, and, and try to highlight what they're doing. Let me ask you one last question. You know, you have all these 
Yemeni women, not just around the world, but specifically in Yemen, you know, what would you say to them or what's the message that you'd like to tell them right now? Um, I would say that um, we as Yemeni women are so powerful, but we often sell ourselves short and it's not our fault. It's just the environment that we grow in. And then a lot of the Yemeni women I talk to that are in Yemen, they think that because they're in Yemen and because of all the restrictions and challenges that they can't achieve their goals. And that's absolutely not true. Yes, if you leave Yemen, you might have uh, more opportunities and Yemen and being in Yemen might be more challenging, but you can absolutely do it. So what I would say to them is um, believe in yourself. You can absolutely do, do a lot more than you think. Um, don't let others define your worth. Uh, take risks <laughs> and do what you want, not what other people want, and dare to be more ambitious and never settle for less. Mm, that's great. Well, Allah, Liriani, I really appreciate you being with us here today. Uh, it's really been an honor for me to just hear this. You know, some things I learned, some things are new, and I know we're, we're probably going to be talking more you know as we uh, we got some similar goals in what we're doing so i really appreciate you being on here with us thank you so much alex for having me it's a it's a pleasure to talk to you and um thank you again for for everything that you're doing with your podcast and highlighting the the stories of the Yemeni people i really like how allah defined feminism so simply as believing that women are human beings just like men she also made a great point that anger is actually a very natural reaction to being violated and discriminated against. And in fact, we should be angry about the abuse and violations that so many women face. However, rather than calling women and girls to rebel against their families and communities, Allah and the Yemeni feminist movement are calling Yemenis to stick together and work to have healthy relationships and build communities that are supportive for all. It was great how she emphasized in her message to Yemeni women there at the end that you can achieve your goals inside of Yemen. So this is a movement not about women escaping, but rather about working together to build a society that nurtures all Yemenis. She did share that one thing they are working on now is strategies for reaching out effectively to Yemeni men. And I think this is really critical to the success of the movement. So if you have ideas about this, I want you to reach out to Allah and share with her team at the contact information I'll be posting. Allah also shared with us some really encouraging stories about Yemeni businesswomen, so please do take some time to check out some of the links to their products that we'll be posting. Also, as she mentioned, she would love to hear your feedback if you have a story about a successful Yemeni businesswoman that you can share with her. Thank you for being on the podcast with me today. My name is Alex Williams, and this is Yemen News.